What is up, Patreon? Welcome to this Patreon-exclusive review slash ranking of the Mad Max series. So, Lindsay, what, like a month ago, month and a half ago, two months, whatever. She told me to watch Mad Max 3, Beyond Thunderdome. And I thought to myself, well, I gotta watch the other three, right? I really want to watch Fury Road because I've heard that movie is so amazing. And I've heard so many great things about this series in particular, that I was really looking forward to this to this series, okay? So I did some research, and basically it went up like this. One, two, and then it kind of nosedived at three, and then it went really high with four. And I was like, okay, that sounds, that sounds great. Like, that's kind of what I expected. Uh, like, Beyond Thunderdome, I was kind of going into it knowing this was going to be a bad movie. So looking at this series as a whole... I I did not enjoy this series at all. I really didn't. I, I did not have uh, as much fun of with it as I thought I was going to. I thought this might have been like this hidden, not hidden gem, but like the series that I've never watched before and then now I'm just like completely invested in it. I thought it was going to be like one of those series that, oh my God, why did I not watch this years and years ago? And that's not the case. Uh, for the most part, there's only one movie that I truly, truly love in the series. Actually, I'll go so far as to say I even like. Uh, there's another one that I'm like borderline, uh, but really there's only one movie that I will ever watch twice. So here is my official rankings of the four Mad Max movies as of right now because there is a Mad Max movie what Furiosa coming out like next year or, or something like that it's, it's currently being made uh, but yeah the, I'm going to rank the four movies that are out right now this is for you Lindsay I watched one of your favorite movies Beyond Thunderdome I struggled to get through this fucking series I just want to say thank you for making me watch this bullshit so here it is at number four gotta go with the original Mad Max guys this is not a good movie like just coming from the just coming into it with the mindset of is this a good film it is not is it enjoyable it is not there is about half of this movie that I really really like and there is some good shit in about half of this movie but the other half is so fucking boring and it makes no sense that it's just hard to find any type of enjoyment in it. I So, like I said, I just finished watching it for the first time. I, I can see why people love the series, just going into this first movie. Uh, the first 10-15 minutes make up what is an incredible opening sequence, opening scene, uh, really dug it. They really tried like hinting at that Max was this really fucking badass character, and because they did like a little slow reveal of his face, and then the music along with it kind of like built up this, it just built him up to be this really badass action hero, and you don't really get that in the rest of the movie. He's not he's not badass at all. But there's about thirty minutes in the middle of this movie that does not feel cohesive or make any sense whatsoever. I'm watching this and I'm just like, what 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 is going on here? Okay, why do I care about any of this? I don't. Where is the the great shit? Where's the action sequences? It's just it felt so boring and it just it bogged it down so much that it really made this an unenjoyable watch, I, I have to say. 
I think I'm going to speak for all of the movies in general, even the one that I really love. I will say all of these movies are too long. Even the one that I like is probably 10, 15 minutes too long. A majority, the three, the other three movies in the series, you could probably say that these movies should be about 45 minutes long. And I think they're perfect if you just cut out all the unnecessary bullshit that is that are in these movies. That And Tyler's going to say, well, you always think you know they should cut some movies down 10, 15 minutes. That is true. I do say a lot of movies could use a little bit more of a trim, trim that fat, but nothing compares to these movies. Like, I'm telling you, cut these movies in half, and they're significantly better. I can deal with the... The, the campiness that is that are in these movies, I, I actually enjoy that part. It's fine. The action sequences, when there is action, are great. But it's the the lull in the movies that really, really hold this series back for me, uh, personally. And then going back to my original statement of Max being a total badass in that very beginning of the movie, they do like a 180 on him, and he's just a normal cop. Like, he's the, then he's this badass again at the very end. It was rather jarring to have him be built up as this action hero at the very beginning and then he's just a normal cop and then he's real badass again and then at what point does he become like Mad Max because I was in the impression that he was going to be like psycho at the end like if you have not seen these movies obviously spoiler alert uh, his family dies and then he goes mad and he does go a little mad a little crazy but Legit at the very, very end of the movie. The last, like, 30 minutes of this movie are really good. Like, it's some of the best parts of the movie are at the very end. But they just feel so empty and hollow and unemotional because they don't do a good job of making you care for any of the characters that are involved in this. Even, like, even Max himself, you just don't really care at all because they just don't do a good job of setting up the, the character development and the story. It's just like something happens in the middle and then the end happens. And it's just, it's so boring from a story perspective that it's hard to, to root for any of the characters to live versus to, to die. They should have expanded his character becoming mad into, to, into more of the movie. And like I said, cut out 30 minutes in the middle of the movie and then put that towards him, uh, going after the gang, which is what the entire movie is generally about. It's just the entire plot and and the main part of the story happens in the last 20 minutes, which is super disappointing for me. The car chase sequences are great, but the editing really feels weird at times. It, it's kind of off-putting, uh, to be completely honest with you. I can definitely see how, for its time, this is some groundbreaking stuff because... I mean, you watch any other movie, there's no other movies like Mad Max. And I'll give them that. They are very, very unique. And I can see why why people would love this series just based off this first movie. Uh, the audio is all over the place as well. You can tell that some scenes have, like, the dub over. Sometimes the audio would cut out or the volume levels would change. It was really weird. The score is good. It actually is. But sometimes the score will be so loud that you can't even hear what the characters are even saying. So that was uh, that was disappointing as well. Uh, overall, like I said, like about half the movie. The other half, totally dislike. I end up giving this movie two stars. Uh, and it's not going to be a movie that I ever go back and, and watch again.
at number three. So this was rather difficult, I have to admit, because there are redeeming qualities in the next two movies that I'm about to talk about. But the question is, which is the better film? Now, I like one over the other. Not one as in the first movie. I like one of these movies over the other just from a entertainment factor, but it is not as good of a movie as the other one. This one actually, as a Mad Max movie, doesn't really work. So, personally, this movie is going to be a little bit higher for me, but I'm going to rank these in terms of which ones are the best Mad Max movies, and honestly, or the best movies in general, not technically Mad Max. Because if we were going which one's the best Mad Max movies, this would probably be number four, if we're being completely honest. At number three, Beyond Thunderdome. And I legit just finished watching this. It's, like I said, it's the most different out of all the Mad Max movies. You know, a lot of them are based off of car chase scenes, which are fantastic, by the way. Uh, This one just doesn't have that until the very end of the movie. Like, maybe the last 30 minutes of the movie is all car chase. They, They put all the car chase stuff at the very end of the movie. There's this weird, like, Goonies feel to it at the in, in the like the middle of the movie which is really really off-putting so if we're ranking these off of which ones are the best Mad Max movies this is number four because this absolutely does not feel like a Mad Max movie it feels it feels like a kid's version of the series like they tried to I, I know this movie's PG-13 and they tried to make this for a wider audience and it just did not work whatsoever it's got this Goonies feel it it just takes away all the violence that was in the first two movies and just makes it for kids. And that's not really what I'm here for. It's got Tina Turner in it, who is actually surprisingly not that bad of a villain. I went into it thinking she was just going to be god-awful. She's, she's really not that bad, if we're being completely honest. She's not the best villain in the series. She's actually probably the second best villain. But that's not saying much because the two out of the next three villains are pretty just terrible so not really a whole lot to compare it to but I actually like Tina Turner in this movie I think the whole uh, blaster master master blaster whatever the fuck you want to call him dude the pig stuff all that really weird but it kind of fits in this universe like they're trying to use the methane and all that but it was the Goonies stuff like in the middle of the movie I was good up until the fucking Goonies shit happened in the middle of this movie. Like, it just makes no fucking sense to where this movie went. Like, I'm okay with the PG-13 stuff because it didn't really feel, like, kiddie-wise up to that point other than, like, some of the stupid-ass names that they gave people. But the Goonies stuff was just... If I want to watch the Goonies, I'll go watch the fucking Goonies. So, there's that. So, Beyond Thunderdome, I think, action-wise, at the very end of the movie... There are some great car chase sequences at the very end of the movie with some good action. Uh, but it ends a little weird. And I'm not sure if I caught this because I, I watched them out of order. I watched Fury Road before I watched uh, Beyond Thunderdome, mainly because I had heard Fury Road was so good. And I really just wanted to put off watching Beyond Thunderdome as long as possible. So I watched Fury Road. And I'm not sure if this one ended and then Fury Road immediately begins after it i'm not entirely sure it just it ended weird it ended uh like everything was just unsettled like the movie just ended and i'm not about that it was, it was really weird so maybe i need to rewatch fury road 
But beyond Thunderdome, as far as like the writing and the the overall story, up until the Goonie shit, great movie. After the Goonie shit, it's okay, but that's really just it's elevated more significantly because of the action sequences that are at the very end of the movie. And really, we get a a train car chase sequence, which was pretty dope. I was watching it initially, and I'm like, they're going to do a car chase sequence with a train? Um, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work out. It actually works pretty good. Is it the best sequence in the series? No. But it was highly enjoyable at the very end of the movie. But I'm telling you, there's probably about 20-30 minutes in the middle portion of this movie that is is not very good. Actually, you know what? I'm going to take that back. It, it's probably closer to 20 minutes, and it's all Goonie-related shit in the middle of this movie. The pacing in the first, I don't know, 40 minutes of the movie was actually pretty good. Uh, I, I, I kind of was invested into it, and then, like I said, as soon as he got into that middle section, I was like, eh, not for me. Not for me. As far as Mad Max goes, in the series as a whole, is he even really a character? I mean, in the first movie, we got him losing his family, and then we never get any of that in the rest of the series. Nothing. And we don't really get any sort of development for him as a character. He's just, he's really just there in situations to make a movie. That's basically all he is he is doing in any of these movies. So Beyond Thunderdome, it is a so bad it's good movie. It really is. It, from the bottom to the top, beginning to the end, it is so bad it is good. Uh, it is the worst Mad Max movie. I will say that. But at number three, it drops right there. I find it more enjoyable than what number two is going to be for me. But if I'm ranking these as the best movies, this is going to be number number three. I think compared to the first movie, this just has a better score. It has better writing. It has better audio. All that is just so much better. Now, granted, this movie was made several years later. So it does have that little bit of an advantage. But I'm going to give it a little bit of the edge just based off the entertainment factor compared to the first one. At number two, and I got to say, it is probably, for me, I don't know if it was just because I was just so burned out on the series at, or at that point already. And it's going to be the most, for, it's probably going to be more forgettable than Thunderdome and the original Mad Max. I think it's Road Warriors. Road Warriors, you have to put number two. I think some of the action sequences are significantly better than anything that was in the first movie. When you compare and you watch the first movie to Road Warriors, it is such a huge jump. It's kind of off-putting just how much better of a movie 2 is. But if I'm going to be completely honest with you, I saw this movie like two weeks ago, and I I really don't remember anything about it. I really don't. I, all I remember is the action sequences were so much better, but the movie should have been 20, 30 minutes shorter. That was legit all I remember out of the movie. I think the overall story was pretty good from what I remember. I think the villain is definitely probably number three on this list as far as uh, the best villains. Uh, but I don't know, man. It was just It just wasn't that overall entertaining to me. 
but it is a significantly better movie than that original Mad Max movie. I mean, the score, the the dialogue, the writing, a more cohesive story. Now, like I said, there's about 20 minutes in it, 30 minutes of it that just don't make any fucking sense, and they should just cut it out and make all these movies 45 minutes long. It's like a TV show. But at number one, and to conclude this ranking, obviously it's the one that I have not talked about yet, and that is Mad Max Fury Road. So technically, this is going to be the second time that I've ever seen this movie. I watched it the first time back when it came out on like what was it, like HBO or Stars or Cinemax or, or something the fuck like that. And I watched it on TV, and I want to say one of my kids had just been born, and I just threw it on just to have something in the background. And I paid a little bit of attention to it, but I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to it. So it kind of just became a forgotten movie to me. And then Tyler had mentioned to me that Fury Road was such a fucking amazing movie and that it was right up my alley, right, as far as an action movie goes. He told me it was basically, it was made for me, basically. And then, you know, Lindsay wanted me to watch the series, and it was basically, I was kind of excited to watch Fury Road more than anything out of the entire series. And I wasn't sure how I was going to like the first three. After watching the first movie, I said, holy shit, this is going to be a rough series. And I watched the second one, and I said, Jesus Christ, I I kind of just want to kill myself just watching this because this is fucking miserable watching this entire series. It is by, by far the worst series that I've had to watch in the entire entirety of Surfing the Stream. I'm sorry, Lindsay. I, I, I know you wanted me to love this series, but it is by far the worst series that I've had to watch so far. And I've had to watch... Predator, I've had to... Well, I'd say that. Predator wasn't that bad. It it just had really one bad movie in there. And some other ones that are not as good as the others. But one really bad movie. This was worse than Underworld. And I fucking hated the Underworld series. I got to number two, and I was just like, Jesus fucking Christ. I regret ever deciding to do this series. And that's fact. And almost kind of with Alien... But at least there were a couple movies in there that were, were really enjoyable. I, I liked about half of that series. I just I kind of dragged it on too long by adding Alien vs. Predator movies in there, which really fucked me over. But back to Mad Max. So really excited to go into this movie uh, for my second time, and I was really interested in paying attention to it and trying to find out why everybody loves this movie so much. Like It's been one of the, the greatest action movies of all time is what, people have said on the internet about lots of fours lots of fives just for this one movie so started watching it and i can definitely see why people love this movie so much and it is the only movie in this entire series that i will rewatch twice uh because the action in it is just non-stop non-stop it is just one huge action car chase scene throughout this entire movie there's a few moments of where they just kind of slow things down and have like little character development moments uh, between everybody. But for the most part, it's just one continuous car chase sequence, which is not a bad thing. Uh, but the issue with that is the the action becomes almost too much. Like, they're just trying to pack so much. It, it feels like you're kind of re-watching the same thing over and over again as the movie progresses. So I think if they would have chopped off... I don't know, 15 minutes of the movie, if that, 10, 15 minutes, kind of made it a little bit tighter of a movie, shout out. I think 
this movie would be perfect. I really do. I think the score is fucking great. I think the cinematography is fucking great. I think the acting is great. Now, I do not like Charlize Theron as an actress. I dislike her in just about every single movie that she's in just because she looks like she fucking plays the same character in every single movie. And I don't mean that in like, uh, I don't want you coming at me and be like, well, The Rock plays the same character. Yeah, but he's fucking entertaining. So there's that. She has no facial expressions in any of her fucking movies. And she just sounds so monotone. And the fact that she doesn't look like she enjoys anything that she's ever in really just turns me off of her. And that's just me. Uh, but I do like her in this movie. Is This movie, Fury Road and Italian Job, are basically the only two movies that I like Charlie Steering in. But that's just me. So the acting is great. I think the world that they have built in this particular movie is fucking incredible. Uh, you know, in the mountain where they let go of all the water and then the people come and get the water and he turns it off so they barely get any of it. I think just the story perspective is fucking great. You know, they're trying to escape his uh, his hellhole, I guess you could call it, his lair, his grasp on everybody, you know, where he's got the, the milk mothers and, and whatnot. I think all that is very, very smart. It's just well-written from beginning to end, and it is incredible just how much better of a movie this is in comparison to the first three movies. Like, it's like this dude just all of a sudden became an amazing director. And, oh, no, this is exactly what I want to make in a Mad Max movie. And they fucking made it. Like, how is it that you just now made a good one four movies in? It makes no sense to me. But I think the action is the best in the series. I think the writing, the story, the world, everything about this movie is a hundred times better than anything that is ever in any of the other three movies. This is one of the best action movies in the last couple of decades. At least, now I'm not going to say it's like, is it like top five? I'm not entirely sure about that because I've watched a lot of good fucking action movies in the last couple of decades. Uh, I don't know if this makes top five, but definitely top ten. Like, it is one of the best action movies that I've seen in a very, very long time. Uh, and again, the only issue that I can find with the movie is it's probably about 15 minutes too long. I think you need to trim that fat a little bit take down some of those action sequences just a little bit to make them a little bit tighter. Shout out. So it can make this movie breathe a little bit better. I think that's going to be the biggest issue with the movie in general, and that's why it's not a five-star for me, and it's more of a four-and-a-half because there's just not a whole lot of breathing room in the movie in general. So at number one is Fury Road, and... Yeah, those are my rankings. What are your rankings? Uh, I'm curious to know what Lindsay thinks. Um, I mean, is Thunderdome your number one? I mean, you've talked a lot of good things about Thunderdome. I want to know which one's your favorite, Lindsay. Y'all let me know if you've seen this series. And like I said, Thunderdome is probably my second favorite out of the entire series. I will say that. But in comparison to Road Warriors, if I had the reason why it's you know below it, not above it, is mainly because it does not feel like a Mad Max movie. That is the only reason it's there. And the only reason it's above the original is just because of how fucking god-awful the first one is. So, there's that one. But, again, 
only two, only one really fucking enjoyable movie that is worth rewatching uh, over and over again. One semi enjoyable one that's not worth rewatching once you've rewatched it, and that's Beyond Thunderdome. And then the other two are just they're there. I'm never gonna watch them again. So there's that. But that's gonna conclude my ranking of the Mad Max series. Uh, I was thinking about doing more of these. To be honest with you, it's just like watch all the movies and then rank them in one big episode instead of doing a review series. Like I w- really want to do Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th or Halloween, but I don't want to do 20 fucking reviews, you know? Cause then, then it becomes like I'm saying the same thing every single uh, review. And then I become bogged down with doing review after review. So I do think from here on out, now there are going to be special occasions like Lord of the Rings. I'm doing all fucking three of those movies eventually. Ninja Turtles, if we ever fucking get to that series, I will fucking do each and every review. But like this one, uh, like Friday the 13th, Halloween, Nightmare, I I think those better serve as ranking episodes. And then going into some other franchises, those serve better as rankings as well. And I think we're going to do more more like random movie reviews instead of just doing all these franchises. I think that will help keep things fresh and kind of make me not dread having to do, you know, eight movie long series. And then I think that helps you all out. Cause then, I mean, if you don't like the series, you're going to go several weeks without ever hearing anything that you like. So I think we are going to kind of lean more towards the random movie reviews uh, going forward with the extended long franchises going to be ranking episodes more than anything. So y'all let me know if that's something that's going to be more up your alley. And if you like this kind of pivot with the movie reviews, if not, let me know if you don't like it and uh, we'll go from there. We'll try I guess we'll throw it up for a vote if not. But that's going to conclude this review. This was a Patreon-exclusive review of the Mad Max series. So nobody else is getting this, just y'all. I do want to say thank y'all for being supporters each and every month. Thank y'all for making this the best damn community that's out there. I love y'all. I'll catch y'all next time on another episode.